Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. We are shooting from the hip this week because I had originally planned to have a guest this week. Unfortunately, sometimes I am really bad at planning things. So you procrastinate long enough, you don't ask people soon enough, and, you know, scheduling doesn't work out very well. And that's what I get for being a lazy piece of shit. Nonetheless, I think I got enough topics to cover and fill out an episode. The easy thing is we can always just plug in a solo episode if things go haywire. And that's how it is this week. So, we are going to make the best of it, as we always do. I will fill out as long of time as I can. I'm sure I can hit up an hour. And we're going we're gonna to have a blast. We're going to do it up. We're going to do it like we always do and have a good time doing it. So why don't we go ahead and just get right on into the episode. It's episode 115 of Life's a Garden. And we are back. Another fun-filled episode of Life's a Garden. Thank you so much for joining me. Right off the top, uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, uh, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, and rate and review. That stuff help us, helps us out a lot, helps me out a lot. So, thank you for that. Um, right off the top, let me just apologize if I sound stuffy or if I'm like phlegmy and coughing during the episode. I'm really going to try not to because my allergies are kicking my ass today. Went out, swept out my carport. It was dusty as shit. Did a little lawn work. And I mean, I've already talked about it. Nature sucks donkey balls. And what do I do? What do I get? For being a productive homeowner and trying to make my house look a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, I get my ass kicked by allergies. Woohoo! God, we love that. Love the love the uh, stuffy nose, the sniffles, the sneezing, all the bullshit that comes along with that. But I think it's calmed down a little bit. I waited. I wait. I set everything up. Did all the yard work, and then I had to wait because I was just sneezing my ass off and congested. My head's a little congested, I guess, stuffy. I got a little bit of pressure up in my in my noggin here, but we're gonna make the best of it. And I'm just apologizing ahead of time if if that becomes uh, distracting in any such way. But I will try to avoid all such things. It has been not, man, the, this weekend was just, it was good. It was, it was good, but not really, it didn't really feel like a weekend. Let's put it that way. I uh, went in to work on Saturday, did a little bit of side work, get a little of that extra cash, and pretty much just ended up working like a full day. Went in at 10 o'clock, left about a quarter to five, so pretty much just put in a full work day. I also had to put in a uh, windshield for a customer that was buying 
a vehicle. They'd come all the way from Kalispell, so I was going to have to go in anyway. So that's what took a little extra time as well. But yeah, so it's been a very exhausting weekend. Did go out. I did go out a couple times. Uh, honestly, the first time I've been out since uh, since the little incident. And hey, kudos, congratulations to me. Didn't get drugged this this weekend. So so that's a success in itself. Getting back on the uh, the old horse, as uh, as one might say. And uh, I, I I'm not gonna lie, like. It really that that event really did kind of uh stop me from wanting to go out. It kind of prov- made me just feel like I should stay home. I don't know. It uh I wouldn't say it scared me a little bit, but it was more like it just bummed me out more than anything and I guess I just felt like didn't really want to go out as much. But went out this weekend Watched a couple preseason games, things like that. Just um, nothing special. Just kind of wanted to get out of the house. Went and sang some karaoke, you know, as I normally do. And, uh, oh, update, I should say this. Uh, They checked the tapes at the Crystal and didn't find anything. So it's being assumed by us all now that more than likely I got drugged at hooligans. When I went back to Hooligans and then came back to the Crystal. So I would I would have somewhat liked to see the tapes. Here's the bottom line. The biggest relief I have out of all of it is I didn't make an ass of myself. They said I wasn't acting overly douchey. So I guess that's a silver lining in the whole thing. What are you going to do? Um, But yeah, so went out. Just nothing too too big going on this weekend, I guess. It was kind of just a chill weekend. Made a little extra side cash, so that's always nice. And um, let's see, update. Oh, I should uh, let you know about the show. Um, we did have the show last weekend out at Harley-Davidson. First and foremost, thank you to everybody who came out and supported. Thank you to Fake News for sharing the stage with us and running sound. Yeah, just a big thanks to everybody, and um, it went good, man. Like we were getting, we were getting a little stressed out there at the beginning because nobody was really showing up, and then right as we were getting on stage, just everybody showed up at the same time, and there was probably at least I don't know, probably like a hundred people or so, maybe probably less, probably more like six, fifty, sixty. But it, that's a good crowd for a hot summer day, and let me tell you. We roasted our dicks off. Like, thank God I decided to wear shorts. I was melting up there. Literally, somebody brought me a can of of sunscreen because I was so beet red. But honestly, that was more because I was just hot and exhausted and, like, jumping around and stuff. I didn't get sunburnt at all, surprisingly, because I I burned like a freaking something that burns <laughs> really easily. Um, no, I've, I, I seriously burn very easily. I must've put enough sunscreen on to avoid that because nada. I was exhausted as shit. Just the heat exhaustion. I, I, I even announced it on the, on the mic. I was like, I hope we have EMTs 
on hand because I very easily might pass out. And that was not a lie. At one point, it was toward the end of the set. We were in the middle of a song and I had been like jumping around or something. And I was in the middle of singing and I like my breath kind of got short. Like just, it was, it was hard for me to catch my breath and I was getting just a little lightheaded. And I was like, okay, time to reel this back a little bit. Don't want to be passing out on stage. It true, like I, I, the heat was no joke, but showing off really well. We had a few technical malfunctions there at the end, but nothing to uh, take a, not, nothing that's going to like ruin the show. You know, it was still a great show. First show we played in a while. So we do have now two shows coming up back to back nights, September 9th at Craft Local and just added September 10th at Andy's. So check one of them out, check both of them out, whichever, at least come to one. We got Friday night, we got Saturday night, double header weekend, gonna be a good time. So we're very excited about that. Getting to play with Pressure Knot and uh, a band called Shotgun Facelift, who I have never heard of. I think they're out of North Dakota. So that'll be a good time. Get to play with a couple bands. Uh, we love playing with Pressure Knot. And then, uh, yeah, that, that's the Saturday show. That one just got added uh, a couple days ago. So we're excited to do that. But yeah, the show went really well. Uh, ended up, oh, by, I got to talk about this too. After the uh, concert, we went to Rio Sabina's to watch um, the UFC fights. Dude, I'm not even going to talk about the rest of the fights because there's only one that's even worth talking about. Kamaru Usman got knocked out with a minute and 30 seconds left in the fight. And he was winning four and a half, uh, three and a half rounds. He, he lost the first round, he won the next three, and he was winning the fourth round until he, I mean, kudos to Leon Edwards, man. I mean, talk about comeback victory. Head kick, totally KO'd, lights out. That was epic. That's all I'm going to say about that. That was pretty fucking epic. Um, and I love Kamaru Usman, but I love the sport and just how unpredictable it is and how quick things can just turn on its head. No pun intended. But that was a pretty shocking moment. I, I When he went down, I literally was sitting at the bar, just mouth agape, like couldn't believe what I was seeing. But kudos to Leon Edwards, the new welterweight champ. It'll be fun to see a rematch of that. I'm sure that's going to be an immediate rematch. However, Usman's going to be out for a while. Like, you don't just come back after a, a crazy knockout like that. However, you know, Leon Edwards, he takes so long in between fights. And here's the thing. This is mostly why I was so shocked. I had Usman, like, dominating that fight. Nothing against Leon Edwards, but if you compare... Their last few opponents each, and of course their last uh, encounter with each other, I just, it, it seemed obvious that Usman was going to just destroy him. I mean, he went, Leon Edwards went five rounds with Nate Diaz, who no, no, you know, knock against Nate should have been an easy fight. But 
almost like almost lost that fight in the last round in the last yeah just right there in the last minutes but and and just his opponents were not as as high caliber as what Usman had and Usman was destroying some of these guys Gilbert Burns Colby Covington uh Jorge Masvidal like dominating them but anything can happen in the sport of mixed martial arts so I had to bring that up because that was just nutso no fights this weekend. Next, well, this last weekend, I should say. Uh, this upcoming weekend, we got some good fights. Gonna, I'm going to end up missing the, the next pay-per-view, which is Shamayev and Diaz, because we added that show. I'll have to just catch it the next day, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. But, um, yeah, I just I had to at least mention freaking that, uh, that knockout. That was just nuts. And then, uh, oh, dude, tonight, well, I'm recording this Sunday, this episode will come out tomorrow on Monday, or should I say today? Anyway, um, tonight, episode two of House of the House of the Dragon, is it House of the Dragon? Yeah, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel, which is set like, 300 years before the original. First episode blew me away. It's everything that you could hope for in a prequel. Like, it's so hard to, you know, to to try and live up to something that's already been done. Like, everyone knows the, you know, the, if you're a fan of the, you know, the Game of Thrones series, then, uh, you'd be a fan, you know, it, it's hard to imagine being able to, uh, replicate that or to be able to live up to that. And, and so far, at least with episode one, House of the Dragon definitely lives up to it. So I'm excited to see what episode two has in store. Um, if you're not a fan of Game of Thrones, I don't know what your problem is. Literally every single per- like don't get me wrong. I was on that boat too. I was the guy that was like fuck Game of Thrones. It's all fantasy, you know, there's giants, there's dragons, there's this, you know, it's blah blah blah. It was just not I I I wrote it off. I was talked into watching it and it's it's easily top 10 favorite shows of mine. It's in my top 10 for sure. Greatest shows of all time. Um, and everybody I've talked into watching it has said the same thing. They love it. It's it's an it literally is just one of the most well written shows of all time. And the character development, the dialogue, the setting, just this everything, every aspect. Of course, it, you know, besides season eight, we we lest we forget season eight. But even that had some bright moments in it, to be honest. But now we get this new series, and it sounded like they weren't even gonna—they were gonna shelf it. But thank God they didn't. It's—it's it's amazing. And you know what? We need good series like this because there is no good TV on anymore. Like they do not make good shows anymore. Literally. 
especially network TV. Like, like I'll give a, I'll give a little bit of a pass to the streaming services. They still come out with a few bangers here and there. For one, it's really hard because there's just so many shows. I mean, like, what what are the top trending shows of, of the last couple of years? Euphoria, I suppose, which, give me, like, I'm not interested in that. But, you know, some people are. That's fine. Like, no, no disrespect to anybody who, who gets into shows. You know, Stranger Things, super big. I enjoyed the first season, never really got into it. Um... Yellowstone, a big one. They they come out with good series. Don't get me wrong; like it's not like it's impossible or or it can't be done. But it's not how it used to be. And and HBO has always been able to come out with good shows: The Sopranos, uh, Boardwalk Empire, things like that. You know, The Wire. They've always been able to come out with good shows. But like I, I'm trying to think the last really good network television show was probably breaking bad like the walking dead was big for a while and then you know it it kind of got fucked off um they definitely don't make good sitcoms anymore like that is a thing of the past good sitcoms do not exist you're you're never gonna see the days of Seinfeld and Friends and freaking everybody loves Raymond Scrubs like such good shows back in you know back in my day, but it's it's true and the and the real reason be- behind that is you just can't make a good sitcom because. You know, especially on network television, because comedy is like dead in the network zeitgeist. It, you just you can't be funny and not offend people. Like literally, that that's the true, almost the true reason why you can't make any good TV on network television. Because like every single you know, it's always gonna get uh get pushback for. It's a- Offends me! I'm offended! Like, Jesus. Like, everything offends everybody. Like, my God. Shut the fuck up and just watch something else. If you're offended by fucking... Oh, that... Roseanne is a fucking criminal! Like, they, they took Roseanne off of her own show. And don't, like... Whatever to that, like, but just, (laughs) you can't be funny anymore. Like, especially on network television. Every other show is just like a cop drama. NCIS, CSI, fucking, or it's game shows, or it's, you know, the same old shows like Survivor and The Amazing Race and America's Got Talent. Nothing against those shows. I don't mind, you know, I've talked about it. I like competition shows. But they're like the old. These have been around forever. They're not. They're not reinventing the wheel here. You're not. You're not seeing any good new stuff. And if you, if it's new, <clears throat> it's just a remake. It's just a remake of something that's already been done. Like you could even say that technically about Game of Thrones, you know, or about a House of Dragons. You know, it's it's following an already successful formula. Nobody's complaining about that. Don't get me wrong. But 
you know, Jeopardy, whatever. These are shows that have been around forever. Or, of course, then you get, like, political talk shows. Nobody gives a fuck about that. All late-night comedy talk shows are bullshit garbage. Like, none of them are funny. Podcasts have completely taken those out. Like, podcasting is the new late-night television. Like, what you would ex- what you want out of late-night television. That's what it is. Basically, what late-night television is anymore, late-night talk shows are the first half is them trying to do, like, a viral internet sketch or a viral internet, like, segment or bit or something like that. And then it's, like, a complete bullshit interview that that's premeditated. Whereas podcasts, you know, you, you don't get the little, the little bits or whatever, but you get, uh, you get the full interview and it's all off the cuff. Fucking... I will give credit to the streaming services for being able to take more risks and not offend everybody, even though, like, they, too, get backlash sometimes. But it doesn't matter because they don't, like, have this overlord that... I mean, we've seen what Netflix has done with the criticisms they got from, like, Dave Chappelle and things like that, or about Dave Chappelle. They just stick to their guns because it's like, they... The the people are gonna pay for it, regardless. You know they're not gonna they're not gonna sacrifice their Stranger Things for Dave Chappelle. Like that's just this is how it is. There's no like advertising overlord that they have to subside to. Where if uh, if some bullshit ass show on on Fox or CBS, God forbid does anything to offend somebody, then Gillette's going to pull their ad or fucking, uh, you know, L'Oreal or some bullshit ass company Cadillac's going to pull their ad because they don't, you know, fuck all that. So television is dead. All good. There's no good TV shows. They're all just either remakes or fucking, the same show, just a different, it's the same concept, just all different actors and different plot points, you know, whatever. And this leads me to one grand thing that I want to say, because yes, we do get little nuggets of good shows every here and there, but not nearly enough. And that is why sports are the end all be all of television. Like that is literally the only reason you, you would ever need basic television or basic cable or anything like that is for sports. That's it. Sports are the only exciting thing because it's always different. You never know what you're going to expect. It, nothing is scripted. It's all right there, real, in your face. I mean, if, and, and this is being talked about, if the NFL, tr- they're talking about making an NFL network, NFL Plus or whatever, I mean, the NFL Network's already thing, but NFL Plus as a streaming service that you can, it's basically just like a Disney Plus where you get all the stuff that is just that. So NFL, now they're still sticking with, I think they're in contract of, of TV rights and stuff like that. So CBS, NBC, Fox, they, they still have the rights to the NFL for X amount of years. But if they ever decide to 
go that route of just streaming services, that will be the absolute death of network television because sports are the only thing keeping those things alive. I swear to God, nobody would ever watch those networks or, I mean, they already don't unless it is sports. So if sports were gone from that, see ya. Like, that's the only reason anybody would ever own own those net or own television, own, own own cable, because you can still have Netflix and HBO Max and Disney Plus and all that stuff. You got all that. You never have to watch. Fucking, who who would? Who's gonna be like? I need. Uh, I I I just gotta have basic television for Young Sheldon. Like I gotta, I gotta get my daily fix of Young Sheldon, or I gotta get my daily fi- fix of uh, Shark Tank. Which, by the way, you can get on a streaming service if you really want. Sports are the only thing you cannot directly get off a streaming service. And here's this is all you need to know too. Okay, the Super Bowl is the highest viewed thing, highest viewed television streaming anything. Every year. Freaking the um the play the the preseason games. The highest viewed preseason game I think was like five point seven no 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 the lowest viewed preseason game I think was five point seven million. Something like that. It was like still an incredible amount. So sports are king in the in the TV landscape. And that is the only thing worth watching on TV anymore because it's the only legit real thing that anybody cares about. And it's, it's been the same forever and it's, it's all, what does that tell you? You can keep shows the same all the time and they get boring as shit. Sports will never change and they'll always be exciting. And I am so stoked for football season. We are two weeks away Officially two weeks away from the start of NFL football, and I am so goddamn excited. I cannot wait. Next, This upcoming weekend, all my fantasy drafts, the weekend after football season. It has begun, and we finally can be entertained again. Are you not entertained? I'm not. Not by fucking the United States of Al. Or whatever bullshit show you got on TV. You're not exciting me with Blue Bloods. With Chicago Fire. None of that shit's any good. It all sucks. It all sucks. And I love game shows and stuff. That stuff, that's another thing that will just like live forever. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. Because you can't go wrong with those. But even still, it's, it'll never beat sports. Um, I got to talk about this. Lately, it certainly seems like, I don't know, it's, I'm not, we're not so used to this here in Billings. I know you see a lot of it on the internet. You see it on the news and stuff like that. And I'm sure in bigger cities, it's, it's definitely a uh, more common occurrence, but it seems like the last few weeks, there's been a shooting every day or every other day. And not just that, a fatal shooting. I mean, we had a we had a shooting at the 
at the fair, at the state fair, which, I mean, is just a nightmare. Like, any large gathering event, how, first of all, how the fuck did somebody get a gun in there? Like, I guess they don't do pat-downs, really. I, I'm pretty sure they have a uh, uh, metal detector, don't they? I, I don't know. Maybe not. I just don't know how you get a gun in there or why you would take a gun in there. We had a guy just recently get shot over a fucking road rage incident. Like, what the fuck? Broad daylight. People just getting shot and shooting people, like, left and right. Now, here's here's what I want to say about this. First of all, and this goes, I mean, obviously, I'm taking this from the local experience and, like, it makes you not even want to go anywhere. Or, like, people are just losing their fucking minds, dude. Here's the thing. And, I, and I'll speak more broadly about everywhere in any situation of, of shootings and things like that. Um, take this road rage incident, for example. Can you imagine? And I, and I don't know. Possibly the fair situation, you know what I mean? Um... There was there was a shooting at a at a fucking uh uh like little little peewee football a peewee football game between like there was an argument between the refs and the coaches and something like that and somebody shot and killed somebody on a peewee football field after the game so here's the thing that I want to say ultimately okay can you imagine being so angry about somebody's driving or you're so angry that somebody made a bad refing decision or a bad play call that you murder them. Like, that just seems so insane to me. Like, I don't like what that guy said to me. I'm going to shoot him. Like, I get self-defense. Don't get me wrong. Like, as, as, as far as we're talking guns, I totally am in support of the Second Amendment. I get why it exists. But Jesus, dude, like... If you are a carry, if you if you carry a gun, like if you are a, a a licensed carry, licensed to carry gun owner, all the power to you. To be like, I'm so mad at this person. I'm going to take this weapon from my hip and shoot them because I don't like what they said to me, or I don't like that they cut me off in traffic is just so beyond the scope of anything I can imagine. Like, I've been mad at people. Don't get me wrong. I've been, like, white-hot mad. I have been seeing red, blood-boiling mad at some some fucked-up people. I never once thought, if I had a gun on me, I would shoot this person. It's like you're ruining your life over a temper tantrum. Like, you're, you're destroying a life, and then you're ruining your life on top of that because you're having a hissy fit, essentially. Like, can, can you imagine if, 
if children owned guns, how many people would die because of how like irrationally people, how irrationally children get pissed off at things like, you're not going to buy me this toy? Blocka, blocka, blocka. He tripped me. Blocka, blocka. Uh, teacher Bradley told on me. He's a tattletale. Blocka, blocka. Bradley, fucking blocka. Like, <laughs> this is how adults are acting. Adults are acting like, like hissy fit children. The only difference is they get to own guns. So when they're in the in the middle of the aisle, like, they pull out a gun and they shoot your face. It's insane. We are living in an absolutely bizarro world where you get so mad. I mean, I. It's one thing to get so mad at somebody that you like throw a fist at them, or or you you engage in in hand to hand combat. Like, I can understand that because at least the logic is there that you know if I fight this person, chances are unless I knock him out and he falls and hits his head, like the the realistic chances of him dying are very minimal. Not zero. It's never zero, but the chances are. Much less than if I pull a gun out and shoot him. Like, you gotta know, once you pull that gun out and shoot somebody, the chances of of committing a homicide increase by, I don't know, a billion? Like, I would go to, I would go ahead and venture to say, any argument or disagreement that escalates to a fight, to a physical altercation, hand-to-hand combat. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's, it's got to be so low, so low of, of a fatality. I mean, you, you, we can talk about, you know, life-altering injuries and things like that. I'm sure that's definitely prevalent. But at least in the heat of the moment, you would assume... Chances are I'm not going to kill this guy if I if I punch him. We're not, like, people are, I know people are idiots, but they can't be that dumb, right? Maybe they just are. Maybe people are just that fucking stupid that they're pulling, like, you. when you pull a gun out, you gotta, and you're going to shoot somebody, you got to know there's at least a 9 out of 10 chance I'm going to kill this guy. Like, my chances are extremely high. Also, let's not pass pass any blame away from from the uh, the victims here. Stop getting shot, you know. Let's stop. Just stop getting shot, people. Like, don't do don't don't engage with people. I mean, yes, don't shoot people for sure. Like, hey, just don't shoot people, huh? Yeah. Seems a little, I know it seems crazy, but maybe just don't shoot people, huh? Nonetheless, people are crazy. There's a lot of nutsos out there, and a lot of, and we, and we're the highest. This country has more guns than people, okay? And we live, and currently, and we live in a state that is very high on the Second Amendment. So, 
maybe just don't engage with with people or crazy people. Like, <laughs> what are we getting in fights over anyway? Like, obviously, I'm kidding. All the blame will forever go to the people that end up shooting each other. Like, do the shooting. But it's funny to think, just don't get shot. You know, just don't, don't. If you're going to argue with somebody, though, like, people, that football game, for example, like, just because you made a bad call, you got shot. Like, yes, you're going to defend yourself. Yes, you're going to get in an argument. Nobody ever expects to get shot while attending a football game. I mean, that imagine if, if like, I went to a, a football, like, a, a big football game. If I was in Dallas last year, another big gun-toting state. Imagine if I went to Dallas, and I after the game, I'm walking around. I'm in my Bronco stuff. I won, and, you know... I'm not, like, let's say I'm not even gloating, but somebody's so pissed that they lost the game, they see me wearing my Bronco stuff, and they're just like, fuck this guy, I'm gonna kill him. That shit does happen. You ever heard of a place called Philadelphia? You ever heard of a place called San Francisco? They kill each other over sports all the time. That's in-fucking-sane. Just, like, it's so, un like, unnecessary i just can't believe i can't believe people just die over sports it's nuts that's but here's the thing too you got to think about this an armed society should be a polite society if you live in a if like if you have a feeling that everybody out there anybody out there could be carrying a weapon just don't be a fucking douche to them like, maybe watch your tongue a little bit. Like, I'm not saying that you deserve to get shot. Don't get me wrong. But maybe just lessen the possibility by not, by shutting the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, just don't, don't engage. Don't put yourself in precarious situations where you might get shot. Think about this. If you knew every single person had an MMA background, if everybody was MMA trained and could like break your fucking arm or if you were going to exchange in a fight with them they could just kick your fucking head off like leon edwards you probably wouldn't mouth off as often you probably wouldn't say stupid shit or or act act a fool block a block get capped get your ass capped boy capped in the fucking head by a kick so yeah let's just uh you know Maybe stop shooting people, huh? Let's stop shooting. No more shooting each other. That'd be kind of nice, right? I mean, I wouldn't even care if people were just fighting left and right. Less chance of dying. Maybe just stop the shooting. Stop shooting. Stop getting shot. Bottom line. Be respectful to people, huh? Just be respectful. All I gotta say. <sighs> okay. Let's move on. I specifically wore my uh, Dale Gribble gun shirt because I knew I was going to be talking about that. And like I said, nothing against the Second Amendment for me. Like, but you should probably be be a little smart about it. Like, like I said, I have been white hot angry at people, and never once thought I'm going to commit a felony and ruin my life and murder this guy. It seems absolutely ludicrous. Okay, here was something fun I thought we would do, because why not? Let, let me give you your daily dose of cringe, okay? 
So I thought it to be a good idea. You know how on uh, Facebook it likes to update, it likes to remind you of things that happened that day. It's like here are your memories from you know August thirtieth all the way back to forever. Like here's everything you've done August on August thirtieth every single year. Like everything you've posted or whatever. Namely, it's stuff that gets most engagement. But like you end up looking back, you see stuff you posted ten years ago. And you just shake your head. You're like, Jesus, what was I thinking? I see stuff I posted two or three years ago. And I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, why would I ever have said that? And what was the context? So, I am going to read some of my old posts. I went through my Facebook. I just, like, typed, you know, you just go to that search. I just typed in, like, common words and found some of some some real gems um and and you know what I thought when I was looking through these thank god I very rarely post anything anymore like I v- so rarely will like type out something a, an original thought most of the time I'm just sharing stuff or pro- I'll either share funny stuff or I'll do pot it's either to promote podcast or music stuff that's all facebook is ever for to me anymore it's so rare that I will actually make some kind of public comment because it just seems so dumb anymore. Like just the idea that you're going to like voice your opinion on the internet. Like this is how I do that. This is how I do all of that now. So pretty much anything I would ever like type out and post to to Facebook is being said on these podcasts. So that's kind of just how I do it now, I suppose. And I post those to to Facebook. But here are some uh, some some real gems from uh, from my searching in old old uh, Facebook messages or Facebook posts. So buckle up because some of these are just horrible. All right, first one I got here: heavy metal, the most looked down upon music of all time, a music in which the fan base is the most loyal. And in one of the lar- and is one of the largest. Yet some people don't even know it exists. A family of outcasts that have found a home inside the music. All I have to say is fuck the naysayers and all those that try to silence us. Who's trying to silence us? Nobody. Now this was August twenty second of two thousand ten that I wrote this, so I would have been in high school. Um, of course. In high school, you're like, they're trying to censor me. And I guess that's kind of happening now a lot more, too. So uh, that notion has not changed. But uh, I actually kind of agree with this. I do. I, I would say that metal is a very looked down upon music in, in a way of like, you know, if you're not a fan of metal, if you if I tell somebody, yeah, I like metal, everyone's like, ooh, that screamo stuff. It's like, no, dumbass. So that's what people associate metal with like metal is a very broad term um but it does seem to get a bad rap if you're not a fan of it i would disagree with the idea that it is i mean obviously the fan base is very loyal um i would disagree with the idea that some people don't even know it exists i remember specifically why i thought that i saw that in a documentary and i and i'm pretty sure uh rob zombie had mentioned that but yeah this was not a very original thought Okay, August 16th of 2010. Here we are with 2010 again. 
Um, there is just, here's what I said. There's just something about disrespectful people and people that think they are better than everyone else that just makes me want to drop kick them in the teeth. I am the, am I the only one that feels this way or am I just crazy? Hmm. That's kind of funny. And I would, I would agree with that. Um, apparently if you're being disrespectful these days, you just get shot. So you, you, I would prefer you get drop kicked, but you, you just get shot if you're disrespectful. Um, this one's okay, I guess. But again, why even make that public? Like, why would I, why at any point is that something that's just like, you know what? I'm thinking this, I need to post this. I need everyone to see this. It got one like, no, no shit. Okay. God. Here's something I did. Okay, so August 23rd of 2010. I, apparently 2010 was uh, just a year that I loved to to post. I was like a blogger or some shit. Um, Here's what I said in 2000, August of 2010. I said, I love when people tell me that singers that don't play guitar are less talented than those that do. Nobody has ever said that to me, by the way. Like, literally, I say, I love when people tell me that. Never heard that once. Nobody's ever told me that. So why would I say that? Um, and then I say, I write, ha, 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 for no reason. Uh, tell that to David Draymond, Maynard James Keenan, Chad Gray, Brent Smith, Lane Staley, Rob Zombie, Ozzy Osbourne, Ronnie James Dio, Jonathan Davis, and all the, and, and all the others. Some of those guys don't or play guitar, but not in their bands. And Jonathan Davis also plays the bagpipes. Like I thought that would apparently I thought that would be funny, but um, most of those guys do play instruments. By the way, like they are musically inclined, they just don't play in their band. So for me to say that is absolutely stupid. That's me being a uh, insecure person that doesn't play an instrument that only sings, trying to um, make myself feel better. Apparently. Um, but this is something that is going to be reoccurring is this idea of me saying, I love when people tell me this, or I love when people say this. And every time nobody's ever said or told me any of those things, it's just me saying that for no discernible reason. Here we go again. July 12th of 2011, I wrote, people ask me how I can go through life without letting bad times get me down. Well, everybody falls at some point in their life. And some people fall a lot. No matter how often or how hard you fall, it's the trip back up that defines you. Insightful, nonetheless. Hey, 2011 me, kudos, brother. You had a positive attitude, and hey, even back then, look at this. Spread the positivity here on the Life's a Garden podcast, and even back then, I was being a positive-minded person and trying to spread the positivity. However... Totally unnecessary to... Well, that one seems a little bit more postable for, for Facebook. It's something that might, you know, resonate with somebody. The thing I hate is when it says, People ask me how I could go through life not letting bad things get me down. I don't recall ever being asked that. I don't recall anybody ever asking me, how do you let the How do you not let the bad times get you down? So, I don't know why I would ever write that. Oh, that's kind of good. March 19, 2010. Some people tell me my music is too loud. And then I reply, what did you say? 
Not too bad. Kind of corny, but. Um, this is July 4th of 2010. So on our independence, the day of our independence, a sophomore Dakota decided this is what he wanted to write. People give up too easily. I've noticed lately that a lot of people don't fight hard enough for what they want or themselves. It's like as soon as things get tough, they call it quits. I mean, if I was like those people, I would have had to give up a long time ago. What about you? Are you a fighter? Like, so, so, it, whatever. It's still a positive message. It's still positive-minded. But it kind of just ends up being me being like, I've persevered. Like, if I was going to call it quits, I would have done it forever ago. I'm not a quitter. I'm a fighter. Like, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to read that on 4th of July. Uh, here we go. I love that there are cool people that live all across the world. You, you just don't realize it until you meet them. Here's to my new Peruvian friends. That one, I, I, the only reason I snapshotted that was because I forgot about that. And that is so cool. Like that was February of 2013. Um, I worked at McDonald's and, uh, there was some, some kids from Peru that they were on like a work retreat. It was like a work thing where they like, they came over here and worked for, a you know, they happened to work at McDonald's, I guess. It might've been like through school or something. I don't know exactly what it was um, for an exchange thing type. But those, those two dudes were really Jose and Gonzalo shout out to Jose and Gonzalo. Those guys were really cool. And uh, I just remember hanging out with those guys and partying with them. Um, oh, God, this one's a mouthful. August 10th of 2012, my senior year. I would have already been graduated by this point. So post-graduation, freshly graduated out of high school. This is what I said. I go, okay, this is a winded one, so I might cut this one short. Here we go. Dear anti-gay protesters, as an American, you are entitled to your opinion, no matter how shitty it is. Isn't it nice to have freedom? Good thing you don't like people talk, taking them away from you. And as for the pro-lifers, you are also entitled to, to an opinion. However, that doesn't mean myself or anybody else, for that matter, wants to see pictures of a dead baby. I mean, do you like looking at that? Because if you do, that's just fucked up. And if you don't, then you know how we all feel. So just put down the signs, go back to your little groups that feel the same as you so you can feel right. And yes, if I ever see you on the streets, you can be sure I will be flipping the bird your way again. So as you can see back in high school, I was a lot more politically motivated and very left-wing leading. As you know, I am very moderate, independent these days. Now, to be fair, um, as much as I just hate political posts anyway, and especially from a 18-year-old that nobody thinks, you know, doesn't even matter. Um, I don't even remember why there would be gay, anti-gay protests. I don't remember that even happening. Must have been if I posted about it. I do remember the pro-lifer ones. They used to stand out by... Uh, by the Metra, and they'd hold up pictures of dead babies. And I do agree with that, by the way, that that's fucked up. Nobody wants to see that shit. Get that out of the public. Like, 
I don't, I don't, have your opinions, voice your opinions, don't show me pictures of dead babies, because nobody needs to see that, especially the cars full of children and things like that, so, I stand by that, however, making long political statements that nobody gives a fuck about, like, as an adult, I see that shit, and I fucking, drives me nuts, so to know that I did that, makes me angry. And of course, in May of 2011, this was before I posted that, okay? May of 2011, I posted, I said, uh, why do people talk about politics or world issues when they have no idea what it is that they are saying? I should have just taken that fucking, that, that uh, opinion, and I should, I should have listened to myself. I should have taken that advice myself, because God knows I had no fucking clue what I was thinking. And here, here's the thing, here I am. 2011, I'm a junior in high school saying, like, people, like, as if I know what I'm talking about politically. Um, December 28th, 2010. Like I said, 2010 was a very, um, post, post-happy year. Um, here we go. It says, you only get one life, so live every day as if you're, it was your last. This is the key to happiness. Again. Super positive. Your boy was a positive boy. All his life he's been a positive boy. And it just grew into a podcast. So, not too bad, I guess, on that. I, I can't... I can't uh, hate myself for that. I, it's curious, though. Why was I, like, just so... So, like, adamant about posting really, like... Up-spirited things. Like, it just... I don't know. Okay, this was uh, November of two thousand. 18 November 11th of 2018 so this wasn't overly long ago this was like five years ago I wrote the worst part about having a good dream is waking up to find out that you just dreamt that what you just dreamt never happened and you have to start the day in your real life at least with a nightmare you're relieved to find out that that never happened personally I'd rather experience a brief moment of fear and wake up comforted by reality then experience a moment of perfect bliss and wake up disappointed in reality now that's a little deep and honestly still agree with that very very like obviously it could have been worded a little bit better and i probably could have been more eloquent about that but nonetheless deep thinking there and i and i do and i understand what i was saying back then i i basically am saying you know You've all had those dreams where where it's like you're in the perfect world, you know, you you're with the person of your dreams, you're living your best life, you're rich. Like I've had a few of those dreams where I'm living in like my dream house, I've got all this money, I'm a successful musician, things like that. I'm hanging out with with you know, all my friends on a fucking yacht, whatever it may be, and it feels so real like those dreams that just feel like this is reality. And then you wake up and you're like, fuck, back to the work grind, like wake up in my fucking trailer. And I'm like, fuck, and, you know, I get, I still get that. I still understand that notion. And of course, you know, it is relieving to wake up from a horrible dream and be like, thank God that's not real. So I guess you get a little bit of both. Uh, let's see. I have a couple more here. So in July of 2011, I wrote. Man, life is so cool. I mean it. Or, or no, I said, 
Okay, man, life is so cool. I mean, it wouldn't be very cool if I was dead. Because I couldn't enjoy life so much. Because I'd be dead. Clearly trying to be funny, but... uh, Just shut the fuck up. 2011 Dakota. That was stupid. Why would you say that? However, underneath that, in April of 2011, I wrote... Life's a garden. Dig it. So... Even in 2011, I knew it was up. Like, that's 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 some real foreshadowing right there, if you, if you ask me. That's some f- high-end foreshadowing. Um, how many more do I got here? Let me just okay, I got a couple more. Here we go again. July 2011. People ask me how I can. Oh, I already did that one. I don't know why I would have taken that twice because I. There's so many more out there of me saying, people ask me all the time. Okay, July 2010. Back to 2010. Uh, If you want another positive, like me trying to be Mr. Positivity here. uh, If you want to set a goal for your life, if you want to set a goal for life, then you have to set smaller goals to achieve your main goal. Set goal too many times. Definitely could have worded that better. Very confusing. But I guess it's positive, so I can't be upset with myself. Sometimes, I, this is uh, March of 2016. Sometimes I think about how cool I am. And suddenly things don't seem so bad anymore. God. So fucking stupid. Like, I guess I'm just trying to be funny and it's okay, but it's very stupid. And I would never just write that. God. All right, that's your daily dose of cringe for the day is my uh my old Facebook messages and I I know you know the feeling when you get those memories pop up and you read some of the stuff you're like, "What in God's name was I thinking writing this?" Or like, "Why would I ever write this?" Or what was my motivation to write that? And I guess you can never doubt your former self. I've said this before. Never doubt your former self, but, and who knows, maybe you were just going through a time, maybe you're trying to lift somebody's spirit that you knew uh, specifically, but just just text them. Don't don't make it a public thing. And, and as for, and trust me, as I was looking through so many of those things today, there was a lot that I just didn't want to share because they were that bad. Like, I should have, but just long political rants. Like, there was, it, ironically, there was one about me being like, Guns are bad. Like, it was probably after one of the school shootings or something like that, or like a big shooting. And I was like, what do we need guns for? What do we need assault rifles for? Blah, blah, blah. Because I was just the most insightful young adult who, you know, we all know, all children just know everything about the world and how the world is run in politics and things like that. So I was one of those kids that thought I knew everything. Clearly I did not. One thing I did know though, don't shoot people when you're pissed off. I knew that back then. I know that now. And I think that's a good lesson. A good lesson to learn today. Don't shoot people. Stop shooting people. Hey, stop the shooting. And I think that's something that we can all get behind. I think that's a, a, a lesson and a message we can all stand to get behind. Wouldn't you agree? I sure would. 
All right, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. Uh, not not as high energy, not as high uh, octane of an episode, but, you know, sometimes you get those, sometimes you get the, the other ones. It is what it is, and who knows? Maybe that's just me here at the end thinking that maybe it was better than I thought. But who cares? We, we went on ahead. We did it. We got through an hour. We did a full hour. Didn't think I was going to. Shooting from the hip this week. <laughs> a lot of shooting uh, references being made in this episode. I think I know what the title's going to be, or at least close to. Um, wrap up. Let's see. Television sucks. Sports are king. Um, don't shoot people. Don't get shot. Uh, what was this? Don't be cringy and post things on Facebook. But it can be fun to go look at the old ones. And that's about it for us today. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Go on. Have a great week. Have a, you know, be positive. Spread positivity. Spread love. Make somebody laugh. Make somebody smile. And I will see you all next week. And don't forget, most importantly of all, as I said back in 2010, life's a garden. Dig it. You've got to, you've got to keep on.